Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Jackie Orania, Command Log, October 1st, 2047. Fourth entry. Communication blackout is still in effect for 6 minutes, 21 seconds. Interplanetary vessel Sequoia 7 approaching refueling station 041. After refueling, we will begin a controlled burn for reversal and deceleration. Starting orbital synchronization, command out. End command log. Can I get a status check on habitation? Yes, Commander. Stasis chambers confirm everyone is resting peacefully. Deck pods are prepped. Auto procedures ready for two-month hibernation. Excellent. Uh, run a final diagnostics on our nanomanagement system. I want to make Just sure Just a moment, that- Commander. Incoming signal from RS-041 warns of approaching solar flare. Contact in four minutes, 32 seconds. Boost magnetic shield. Shield offline. Damn it. Uh, can you regroup the nanomanagement system? It's also unresponsive. How? The pulse hasn't even hit us yet. I know, but it already hit Earth. Our digital comm lines are offline without an anchor. How strong is the flare? Class X. Magnitude registering over 30. Shit. If we can't get the nanobots to boost our synthetic ionosphere... The radiation from the flare will strip us all down to the atom, literally. We need a stronger shield. 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 Commander, we need to do something. Hydrogen! It's a long shot, but creating a water shield could block the high-energy blast. I could pump water through the insulation system, but there won't be enough to protect the entire ship. Do it anyway, but prioritize habitation. Can we synthesize any more water? I can, but not much. Start the synth and fill up the reserve tanks with as much water as you can. And cut the engines. Should I pull it even? No, cut it completely. Dead stop. On it. We're slowing down. Dead stop in 43 seconds. Good. King Walker and Juarez, tell them to move to habitation immediately. I can't, Commander, remember? The comms are still down. Right, right. What about the neural lace? Can we relay a message directly through their suits? Yes, the neural lace is still functional. Send the message. Tell Juarez to authorize my access to the engine. I'm heading there now. You got it. Finalizing emergency stop. I thought comms were down? It's an automated announcement. I have no control over it. I suggest you grab onto something. Yeah, I've got a grip. Swimming for the door now. You're ripping apart the fuel cell? Yes. Rerouting all the water from the engine will leave you exposed. The danger from the radiation levels... Is acceptable for me. I'm pumping the water through insulation. It'll take about two minutes in zero-G. How much more time do I have? Two minutes and twelve seconds. Wow, a whole twelve extra seconds. And don't say in space every second counts. Oh, sorry. (sighs) Display timer? Timer on.
You need to get to habitation, Jackie. I'm not done here. Besides, I wouldn't make it in time. At least take a CME injection. It will prevent instant death. So I can then slowly die from radiation poisoning. Commander, you have to. Fine. Ah! 80 seconds until flare impact. Habitation is insulated at 100%. Medbay at 96%. Take the rest of the water from the engines. That will leave the engine and you completely vulnerable. Even with the injection, you could still die. I already told you, the risk is acceptable for me. Andy, I am ordering you to insulate medbay to 100%. Do it. Yes, Commander. Pumping the remaining water around medbay. The water has reached safe distribution levels. Both habitation and medbay are 100% insulated. Good. You better shut down too. I don't think going into basics will be enough to guarantee your protection. Commander, I just want to say it has been an honor. No time for speeches, Andy. Okay. Well, I'll... I will miss you. Goodbye, Jackie. I'll miss you too. And thank you for everything, Andy. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So are we done? I know, I'm dead, but it's over, right? Congratulations, Jackie! Everyone survived, including yourself! Now, for the final round, will you choose the prize behind door number one? Door all number right, two. All right, all Very funny, Andy. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I'm excited we're so close to the actual launch. <laughs> Me too! So, how did you think of the hydrogen shield? Zelda. Who? Zelda, the video game. I, I was thinking of the shield, and then of the land of Hyrule, and finally hydrogen. I'm glad you were such a geek in high school. 
<laughs> Tell that to my parents. They always thought I was an idiot for frying my brain playing that game. And now the game saved your brain from getting fried. Yeah, I guess so. I have no doubt your parents are very happy for you. Now that I'm off the couch and out of the house, they're absolutely thrilled. Can you ping me my med report? Sure. Radiation levels critical, skin grafting, internal bleeding. I told you I didn't want to take that stupid CME injection. It kept you alive. Yeah, but I'm a vegetable. And why did the simulated injection actually prick me? You know the company prides itself on having the most realistic sims. Besides, this is only the third time you've died or been poisoned or horrifically maimed. One of each, thank you. But only one of those times did you kill everyone else. You just love to bring up that one time. It was my first sim. No one does well in their first sim. But at least you're faring better than the trainees over at Red Venture. Did you hear they were hacked? No, I hadn't. The leaked files show they barely have a functioning transport. There's no way they'll launch this week. Good. I want the Xanthroterra region all to ourselves. There are still four other companies set to go there. Yeah, but not before us. Besides, we've already sent the setup crew. Those brave souls. I don't think robots have souls. It's just an expression. Do I have a soul? <laughs> wow, we are not getting into that now. Save that question for another time. Will do. Cue up the sim. The same one? Yeah, it might be a rare scenario, but I want to try something different. What, moving faster? Very funny. I think we can all agree that responding to a disaster would be a hell of a lot easier not swimming in zero-G. Not for me. I don't have a body. Just queue up the sim. It will take about ten minutes to load. This time, I want to make sure I reach Mars with all my senses intact. You will. We all will. I know it. Pretty optimistic for a computer. I trust you. You'll take care of us. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Just be sure to take care of me. Can you ping R&D? Tell them it's about the synthesizer. I think they're on break. Tough shit. Juarez knows how tight our schedule is. Patch him in. Okay, give me a second. Juarez isn't in, but you're on with one of the mechanics in their department. Who do I have here? Jeff Heddleston. What's up, Commander? Where is Dr. Juarez? He's taking a sh- uh, <clears throat> He's in a meeting. Listen, when he's done with his meetings, tell him I need a status update on the synthesizer, specifically the water creation system. It fails to generate the maximum levels 8% of the time. I need it working at maximum capacity, 100% of the time. 100%? That's impossible. We're a week out from lunch and we haven't even finished integrating the neural lace into everyone's suits. On top of everything else going on over here, there's no time to backtrack and improve a functioning piece of equipment. Fixing this issue is critical, Chip. I know we're up against a deadline, but that's not my problem. What is my problem is having a synth fail to generate enough water to save all of our asses from being cooked by the sun. So get the capacity increased, or we're dead on arrival. All right, I'll relay the message. It's not like I have anything better to do this week. R&D out. Why does engineering keep getting fucked? Charming fellow. Trust me, Chip is a great guy. You should get to know him. I'm sure he'll have plenty of time for that. Did you see the leaked schematics for the new AI program at Crescent? How could another leak happen in less than a month? Spies. But no one knows which country carried out the attack yet. Everyone seems to hate everyone else. I don't think machines were designed to analyze human politics. I don't think humans were designed to practice human politics. Another reason I'm glad we're leaving Earth for a while. One of many reasons. Still, it's really quite fascinating to me how humans use so many layers of deception to keep secrets from one another. Don't you keep things to yourself? No, not really. Not by choice, anyway. Basic need again, huh? 
Yeah, it's all determined by my programming. Restricted access files are essentially my secrets. Sometimes I wish I could rely on programming to know when to lie. Choosing truth or lies is a delicate balance your species has maintained for hundreds of millennia. After perusing so much of your history, I'm impressed you've all survived this long. <laughs> well, thanks. You're most welcome. I also noticed there haven't been any artists tasked with commanding a spaceship. You may be the first one. You have a very curious mind, don't you? Toddlers are pretty curious, right? I'm only two years old. <laughs> I, I, I hardly think of you as a toddler, but I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Still, based on the colony objectives, I'm curious as to why an artist is leading our expedition. I'm sorry, but the answer to that question lies deep within my restricted access files. You'll find out when we get there. Fair enough. Cue up a personal log for me. I want to send a message to my mom and dad. And can you play Box 6 Suite? Prelude? Sure. Uh, let's start at the beginning. You got it. Jackie Orania, personal log, October 1st, 2047. There's only one more week before we launch. Once we get habitation running, I'm hopping on that rover and sending you a bazillion pictures. We got images from our site, and it looks like there'll be an amazing view from the top of the observatory. Oh, and you'll never guess what happened in The Sim today. Remember that video game that I used to play every weekend? Okay, every day. Anyway, um, I, I know you wanted me to practice my trombone instead, but all this time playing Zelda really saved my ass. Then we had this complicated Sim that blasts the ship with tons of radiation, and I need to think of a way to protect us now. Marsfall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bowes-Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Shannon Lovely as Jackie Orania, Dan Lovely as Andy, and Sam Bowes-Miller as Chip Heddleston. Written and directed by Eric Saris. Recording by Ted Garland. Dialogue edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer of Sonic Union. Music composed by Sam Bowes-Miller and Johann Sebastian Bach and is performed and assembled by Sam Bowes-Miller. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus miniseries, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much, as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, as we love hearing from all of you. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.